1: Michelle, Candy, Kisses, TV. With my girl Michelle, Don't take it personal. Kind of Yo, what's up, bro? Man from the fifth floor in the ATL, chilling with Candy, Kisses, TV. What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy, Kisses, TV. With my whole girl Michelle. Hello, there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy, Kisses.
0: episode of Candid Kisses TV. And you know, I'm always bringing you the dopest talent. So before we get started, do me a quick favor, like, comment, subscribe, follow up on all social media platforms at Candid Kisses TV. So let me give you a little uh, note about who I have on the show today. I am bringing you Mr. Kevin Tate from um, Detroit. He's been featured on many festivals such as the Bay Area Black Comedy Conference competition, BET's yeah. Comedy View, HBO All Deaf Comedy, and a plethora of stages all over the world. So let's go ahead and get into it. How you doing today?
1: I'm all right. How about yourself? What's up? I'm happy to be here.
0: Well, good, good, good. So you know we got to get right on into
1: it. I do want to say this to all the, all the listeners when y'all check this out. Um, I did All Deaf Comedy. I didn't do BET Comedy View. They make that mistake sometimes if you saw it in my bio, mm-hmm. but... It's all good. I like the me oh, well, on HBO.
0: We're taking that update for the 2021. Let them know what you got going on.
1: <laughs> Absolutely right. It's good to be here.
0: All right. So when did you know that you wanted to get into the comedy game?
1: Um, you know, I, I always had a thing like I like to watch comedy. I remember at a very young age, I just remember having a knack for making people laugh. But I didn't. I wanted to play ball. I wanted to be a ball player, in candy. I ain't, Hey, look. But I just think after I got like in my 20s, started working, got out of school, it was just like, you know what, man? I can do this shit. And I just kind of leaped and did it. Something just always was, you know, pushing at me on the inside. and I just finally went for it. I
0: know that's right. So what was your first time on stage like? Because I know, like, I've been around comedy for so long and everybody has these different stories. But, like, was it nerve-wracking for you or it just felt like home?
1: Well, you know what? I believe that it's a tricky, that's a good question. I got like, it's almost like two first times. So in Detroit, before, because I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Um, I live in Los Angeles right now. But back in the day when I, I used to look out like, man, I should go with me and my cousin Antoine would sneak up to the comedy club, Coco's House of Comedy. And I remember one time just saying, man, I'm going. And I went up there and if you ain't funny, they are going to give you keys. Everybody gonna they Everybody going to rattle their keys and shit, right? That's to let you know to get off the stage. Okay, and so I got up the idea. My first joke, it was like ha, ha. my second joke, they was like ha. by my third joke, I heard a key and I got the hell off the stage. And that was the damn janitor getting ready to do something in the back. I was just so nervous. I got the, <laughs> first sign of keys, I got the hell on out of there. So, and then, and then, and then when I moved to LA 13 uh, years later, um, the first time I said I gotta go on stage, and I ended up going to the comedy store waiting all night and got a chance to go up and do three minutes and it was okay to be honest. Yeah.
0: Now the funny part is because like I know you're from Detroit, but like I'm from LA and it seems
1: like you've been there long enough where you got the LA swag because I would have never guessed Detroit until you met right. Uh, But you know what you might be right though. You might be right. You might be right because I remember coming here thinking everybody had an accent. Now I don't hear it. So I can Mm -hmm. dig it. (laughs) Now when you first started how did you come up with your set? Were you always like a good writer? I don't know. You know, to be honest with you, I didn't I didn't have no training. I'm a ball player. You know, I just felt mm-hmm. like I, I love words. I went to school for English. And I, and I just think when I started doing it, I said one joke that was funny. And mm-hmm. that's all I needed. Once I said a joke that was funny, I would tell that same joke. And I might tell two other jokes. And I didn't care if they worked. So once that one worked, I kept going. And I found out to write a joke is hard, though. So yeah. I just start digging from experiences and blowing them like very small experiences true experiences in my life and just blowing them up so kind of like that and then the writing came a lot later like oh i actually can write a joke i've always been writing jokes in my head i didn't know that now i put it on paper and give it to the people That's now that's
0: funny because i'm a writer as well but like when you started doing the writing did you because you said you just built what you had and kind of blew up from it. But because it was in your head before, have you ever thought about other writings, like as far as like poetry, rap, anything like oh, that? Oh,
1: absolutely. I, look, when I first moved to LA, Candy, I wasn't doing no comedy. I was rapping for two years, a year and a half, just because I was scared to get on the stage. And mm. I was pretty good at that. I, I, I like to believe I'm still pretty good at rapping. And I do want to say this. I did have a note. Once I started and got one joke, it gave me more confidence to write other jokes. So I would really... I still got notebooks and notebooks of jokes that I wrote years ago. That when I open them up, I'd be like, Ugh. "But they mm. they was all true and they had they was funny in a way." So yeah, I would write, and, and I guess having one good joke made me gave me the confidence to write more.
0: Well, the funniest jokes are the one that's relatable, and everybody have like that old auntie or something that you can always relate to. Like, okay, I can make that
1: funny. <laughs> right? I- exactly.
0: Right. So I gotta, I gotta correct you for a second too, because I know I'm doing. I guess I'm doing bad with branding, but everybody calls me Candy. My name is Michelle. The Michelle. show is Candy Kisses TV.
1: <laughs> so you want me to call you Michelle instead?
0: But, well, what that is my name.
1: <laughs> well, okay, Candy. I won't say that. I'll say Michelle. How about that? I like Michelle. <laughs>
0: no. No, it's, it's, it's not your fault. Like, you're not the only person that's ever done that. It's, you know how people just uh, relate the brand to the, na- the name? And I'm like, no, it was
1: sale. But the show is called Candy Kisses. <laughs> hey, But Candy worked for you with that lip gloss. Candy worked. This is true. You know what? Let me
0: tell you something. It's funny about that. Because what happened is I'm a makeup artist by trade first. And the name of my brand is Kissable Lips Cosmetics. Hey. And so what was happening was, like I told you earlier that, you know what, I'm in the back of the comedy club selling my makeup or whatever. And I was like, I'm back here talking to these comedians. i make like, this a show. And I just kind of put it all together encompassing with the brand and just say, let me just name it Candy Kisses because comedians are candid. Yes. And they ain't no telling what the hell they finna say.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. You a crack. hustler. You a straight hustler. I love it.
0: <laughs> so now let me ask you, have you ever had a time where that you were on stage and um, you had one of those hecklers in the crowd and you were just trying to figure out how to shake them off?
1: Uh, nope. I can't say I have had a heckler that really made any type of waves because the way my comedy is, it's pretty much at you. You know, I'm at you. You don't really got time to, you don't got time to heckle me. Um, and But those that would yell out what I would do, how I handle them, is I just kind of walk toward them on the stage and look directly at them while I'm talking, telling my regular jokes. And you know, folks are chill; they just like, don't nobody <laughs> want that <laughs> smoke, right? Don't nobody want that smoke for real. So, but again, you never know. Every every time is a different time, so you never know.
0: I, shoot, I, that would be intimidating. If somebody walk up on you like, hey, bro.
1: <laughs> you don't even say nothing. I just keep telling the joke. You know how you your mama talk like yeah and I just told I know they better be quiet while I'm in there <laughs> <laughs> right type of thing kind so of on real quick <laughs> now
0: what so, was your most memorable moment on stage
1: uh wow this may sound my most memorable moment on stage was when I actually when I recorded all deaf comedy on HBO you know before the show Michelle they told us they said uh, the producer of the show was like, look, we love your set. But I walked up to him and was like, hey, I got this new joke I'm, I want to try. And
0: okay. he was
1: like, oh, really? Because I had been doing it. And he was like, yeah, but we like what you got so far, man. And we don't want to, you know, this is live. This is HBO. Just kind of do what we, you know. And yeah. I'm like, all right, but this joke been, this joke was working, though, around the country. And if I don't do it now, by the time I get back on the TV or uh, uh, something at this magnitude, the joke going to be old, right? Mm -hmm. I I said, well, fuck it. I get on the stage right when it comes to the point on whether I'm going to do it or not. I actually thought in my head, live on HBO, dog, if you're going to do it, you got to do it now. Go. And I went against all the producers. And I went and did this joke, this ceiling fan joke. I went and did this ceiling fan joke. And the crowd went crazy. And I got a standing ovation. And uh, I think when he saw me after the show, he was like, yo, what was that? He was excited. You know, okay. but I, I just remember making that turn live on TV and betting on myself because that joke had to work. It was my last mm-hmm. one. I had told my best joke. So this one got to be better than that one. So that was a big bet. And uh, I was with it. That's dope. Sometimes you got to go with your heart, man. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, what is something that's you valuable that you learned during the quarantine time? That you don't
1: that you don't need validation you don't need someone to stamp you like if you build it they will come um when the when the pandemic started i was i was on social media but i was like on stage a lot too so i get to my social media when i get to it Well, when the stage is closed down it forced me to become more sociable on social media and i end up creating the zodiac show um and this is a show where i go on i've been doing it right now currently 207 it started april 4th that was like april 6th the beginning of the quarantine and i've not missed the night so i created my own fan base my own followers people that re- my own cult following that really rock with me and so for that that's what i learned that hey if you just build it they'll come they'll come
0: that a good thing? It's why you say that because I have segments on my little channel that has um, the good, bad, and ugly of the Zodiac signs. So what is your show just um, kind of just telling about all Zodiacs or how, do you, how does it go?
1: So the Zodiac show is basically, it started out what I'm um, saying, you know what, I can go on here and talk about Zodiac signs because mm-hmm. I like them, I'm intrigued by them. But that quickly evolved within the first two shows. It quickly evolved into a conversation show where men and women are coming on here And we're discussing issues. So we have crazy topics. So last night's topic was um, if a woman invite a man on a date, who should pay? The day before that was, is there a such thing as dating out your lead? Another question was, if you hey, should men take should should a man take a paternity test on his girl or, you know, should you leave a relationship if you've been in it for years and you find out that the baby ain't yours. So what happens is we get on here and I bring in regular people, Michelle. I don't look for my my coworkers, my star friends and stuff like that. They come in and pop in, but mostly it's the regular everyday person that gets to pop in, kick it with me back and forth. And it's really a good place. It's every night at 8.30 on my IG Live, 8.30 Pacific time. It's dope.
0: Okay, so I need to pull up then. That's what you're trying to tell me.
1: Oh, you must. Oh, you absolutely (laughs) must. It's
0: lit absolutely i will pull up with aquarius nation come on now oh my down god birthday.
1: there we go Aquarius. i love it <laughs> so you know but i do incorporate i always ask you every time you come on hey how you doing what's your name and i'm like what's your sign so we'll know where your point of view coming from okay okay
0: yeah. well yeah i'm definitely gonna have to make that happen that's you my name right there
1: that's 11 30 <laughs> your time
0: all right yeah well i'm up editing all night so there ain't nothing but thank me all right <laughs> Now, how do you stay motivated during the um, entertainment business during the time? Because I know when y'all had to get off the stage and, you know, I know a lot of people are talking about how they're doing the virtual shows. Like, how are y'all rocking with that? Is it easier, harder? What's going on
1: with that? Um, uh, So I've done a few. Right. I've done okay. one. Ali Sadiq had one. I thought it was amazing. This was in the beginning where you could see the comments. He was the only one on the screen, but I just did it full blast. And as long as he was laughing. The people was going crazy in the comments, so it was cool. it's not preferable um, but I've done one, but more than anything, I've been able to operate my entire business, my comedy, my skit, everything, my writing through the Zodiac show because I'm having so many conversations um okay. yeah, so I've been and I'm funny on there, like I have times where I go on rants and I write my jokes just through conversations, so yeah.
0: The funny thing is, I had a friend of mine. That's a comedian, as well. He said his first, um, was it the the virtual show? He said, you know, he was like, it's hard enough to get, you know, have a heckler like when you in on stage. He was like, but nigga, if somebody type a heckler, that's a problem. That's <laughs> a problem.
1: Like, that's <laughs> a problem because you read it late. You up there telling your jokes, and then you getting your laughs later. Like, oh y'all like, oh you don't like that. So. <laughs> You cannot read the comments. That's the yeah, worst thing that you can when do. When
0: he ran a boo, he said, "Like even my heart melted." I saw boo, and he was like, "He, he, he, he,
1: he said, said he he tight boo."
0: That's
1: hilarious. Typed like boo. Like, That's shit, hilarious.
0: the shit. okay. Now, now I'm gonna switch it over a little bit because I like to get to know my um my guests a little bit more, deeper than their career. Sure. Who is your favorite rapper? Or singer and why?
1: Tupac for uh, obvious reasons. Um, okay. But I will say to the listeners, Tupac because he come along in my time and, and, and when I was you know a lot younger. And I think that for him, I could just relate. You know, he's somebody that you could relate to if you was around with Pot. Trust me. Yeah. Um, somebody you could relate to. A uh, musician. Hmm. Man, I like I like Anita Baker. I like chemistry. I like. Uh, Jodeci, mm-hmm. um, that's a ton of them. I like R and like nineties R and B. If I can give that's you the whole lane. Pandora station, give me the whole Pandora station.
0: That is my lane all day long because I, I DJ as well. And everybody, my, it's so funny. My mentor, DJ, just, damn. Oh. Listen, I'm not. A, I don't play in these these COVID streets. My goal every year, I always tell people, because see, I don't I, I don't have any kids. All I have to do is thrive. So I tell you each year, instead of saying I'm gonna lose weight, I'm gonna do that. Add another skill set to your resume. Always evolve. because it's like if you're sitting there not doing nothing, you might as well go ahead and die. I ain't ready to die yet, so let me keep on going. <laughs> I don't know
1: at.
0: So, now, I know uh, with the quarantine, everybody was doing the versus battles and you know, watching everything. So, what's one versus battle that you didn't see that you want to see?
1: I really, um, that I want, um, I, I'm not really into the verses, I, I watch them, really? they're okay, they're okay. A lot of times. They're okay. Like, I like the, um, I like Snoop when he was on there with DM Max. I like, you know, I glance at him. I can't sit there and watch that. Um, but I like it. Um, mm-hmm. But if I could do a versus, shit, I want to see, uh, you know, I like I just like guys being in the ga- LL Cool J, okay. you know, against somebody like uh, a Drake, but that wouldn't work because they're two different times. I don't know. I don't know. You said you
0: like R and B. You
1: don't want to see no R and B artists that you um. Oh. seen. oh. Well, in R and B again, if if Jodeci could stand up there and sing against Drew Hill, but I don't know what Jodeci yeah. gonna do. Can they? Can we get the band back? Shit, man. I was thinking about Joe. I did a post on
0: about Jodeci or Drew Hill. And of course, they already rocked with um Jodeci. because like they the Godfathers of R and B, so to speak. But I'm like, what if you did a Drew Hill versus a Silk?
1: A Drew Hill versus a silk. I'm taking Drew Hill. I'm taking Drew Hill, but I like that. Though. Okay. I would take Drew Hill. You know, just because they that. sung on what these bitches want from a nigga. So when Cisco <laughs> did that, Syrac-
0: He well, was about it too. Yeah! <laughs> and I was trying. <laughs> For real. All right. Now, what are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer or entrepreneur?
1: uh you gotta believe in yourself in a major way i mean almost almost deliriously right mm-hmm. you gotta believe in yourself to the point especially living in la listen la has a way of starving you making you feel i mean because you're a candle in the sun i mean when you come out here and get something popping trust me somebody got something else popping way bigger so you got to believe in yourself so much. And then when it comes to entrepreneurship, again, you got to believe in your product. Be original. Like, if you've seen it before, don't try to recreate it, if you ask me. Because um, yeah. we know, you know, and that's the secret. I think somebody like Kanye West being as crazy as he is with all these crazy designs, if you build it, they will come.
0: Yeah. L.A. has a way of humbling your soul. yes like (laughs) i mean i'm from there and i know i grew up in atlanta but i'm from l.a and i had a good friend of mine he's an actor and he's doing well now but he moved from atlanta to act in l.a and he told me he went down there moved to i think north hollywood he had three roommates and was still paying 800 dollars a month i was like you got to live with three other niggas and you still got to come on
1: but you know what that's true that that's just so true but the if you can make it once you figure out how to live here, like just figure out how to take care of somewhere to live. Because everybody ain't living in dope apartments out here. You got people out here living in uh studios, uh all type of shit, hostels, just to be here because I believe I believe this is where it's at. I do. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean you can't make it anywhere else, but yeah, Hollywood, if you you gotta be built for it, this shit will we, it's like the wild, wild woods. It'll weed mm-hmm. your ass out. The weak is going to get weeded out. The the ones who can't take, uh, you know, weak, who, can, who make bad decisions. Hollywood going to run your way. You don't know how to control your money. Hollywood going to run your ass out here. All of these things you got to learn. You got to learn just to be here. Absolutely.
0: Well, we're going to get into our segments before we go. We have our kiss or diss segment. So I'm going to give you some celebrity crushes. You're going got- to decide who you kissing and who you dissing.
1: Oh, that right. can't be... All right, cool. All right. Kissing, <laughs> dissing, sucking, f- I don't know. Come on.
0: All right. Regina King or Regina Hall? Who are you kissing? Who are you dissing?
1: I'm kissing Regina Hall. Regina okay. King is the one... I mean, Regina King is the one from Ray, right? 227. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm not attracted to her. I'm absolutely attracted to Regina Hall, though.
0: Okay. Meg Thee Stallion or Cardi B? Who are you kissing? Who are you dissing?
1: I'm curious about Cardi B. I just want to see. I just want to see. But I don't know. That's a tough one. Here's why. Because I hate Megan Stallion raps. <laughs> I hate her flow. Why? Because she said, like, ah. <laughs> no, all she got, tip 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 tip. I'm like, yo, the Eminem of female rap. Like, no. So I don't know, man. I probably honestly, I had to see what's up with Meg, though. Meg got that body. She got better body than Cardi. Cardi way sexier, though.
0: All right, and the last one. Harriet Tubman or Grace Jones? Who you kissing who you're dissing?
1: Uh, sorry, Harriet. I gotta <laughs> diss you. I don't want no parts of Harriet. Give me. <laughs> no parts. I don't want no part of that freedom pussy. Come on, Grace Jones, bitch. Come on. Put this goddamn wig on and bring your long ass here. <laughs> Did that you
0: girl. say you don't want none of that freedom pussy?
1: I don't <laughs> want none of that struggle, freedom. That pussy been walking for 300,000 miles. That motherfucker got a stench on it. I'd rather appreciate her. Okay. Her ass ain't had on shoes in a hundred years, bitch. I'm not, no. Why? How did you get here, bitch? I did, how did you even get here? Yeah, bitch. I know they looking for your ass. Get your ass out of here.
0: Oh, Jesus. We are moving on to our DAQs, which is our dumbass questions. They're Jesus. random questions I want answers to. What scene from a movie scared you for life?
1: What scene from a movie scared me for life? What's that? What's the movie? And I was just like, uh, um, watching um Poltergeist. Now that's an old movie, right there. Poltergeist. There was a scene where it was like when the house was going crazy. The chick, the little girl, was standing there staring at the TV. It was either that or the clown under the bed. I don't know if it was a clown under the bed. Just showing the clown, reach out, fuck me up, fuck me up. (laughs) And I'm not scared of clowns, but clowns in the dark, in the bed, while it's raining, I ain't fucking around. No. (laughs) So I think that was, I think that was Poltergeist.
0: All right.
1: Would you rather
0: have to read aloud every word you read or sing everything you say out loud?
1: I would love to read everything out loud. I love to read. I actually love to read out loud. I'm a, I'm a amazing reader. Okay. Yes.
0: In your opinion, what is the best comedy movie of all time? Life. Okay.
1: And May I jumped I... out there quick, but life. Yeah. I, I just say life. two classic. What's your favorite scene in Life? You go, gonna make me fall off this shit? You got every, <laughs> I ain't no bootlegger, trustee. <laughs> God damn, my toe slipped in the bottle. <laughs> now you next. know what you know what set
0: me off on life? And nigga said, we next, nigga? We, we next, The up room.
1: <laughs> well, Jesus. We next, That was nigga. it to me. We next, nigga. We on that. <laughs> I'm going to walk on the bust up in that motherfucker singing that motherfucker. <laughs> nigga, that was my favorite. Okay. <laughs> If your life Pies was hot, God damn it! But go ahead. If your life had a theme song, what would it be? You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts, the of, facts life. of life. The <laughs> facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you're growing. Now you know oh about the facts of life. The right. facts of life. When the world never this seems to be living <laughs> up to your dreams. Then suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. <laughs> you, you. All right, come on, come That's on! That's baby nigga, you ain't got to tell me. All right, <laughs> come on, that but them real words that you didn't even yes. know, you didn't
0: even That's know. Right. <laughs> all right, what what is the worst name you can name
1: a car dealership? Uh, uh I got one for you. Uh. Sweet lemons.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: doing <laughs> juicy lemons, like.
0: And every Saturday they sell lemonade with lemons. <laughs> every
1: every day you come pick up this goddamn lemon and dry that motherfucker to the corner.
0: That's it. All right. Our last segment is what grinds my gloss. And normally when I do that, that's you know for our females. But when we have a male, and it's what grinds my gangster. So, what is one of your pet peeves?
1: hinting people who hint people who want okay. things but don't ask for them but hint about them there's nothing that puts a thorn in my ass more than that <laughs> uh, uh, that's a thorn in my ass uh, uh, that and um lack of self accountability when I see somebody that just cannot just own the fact that they fucked up that, that bothers me Michelle absolutely right.
0: and last but not least we have our game sing-a-do sing-a-do is a game created by me and my homeboy dj all-star it is a game that is for the music lover and you so what you have to do i'm going to sing the melody of the song on the card but i can only use the word do and you have to guess what i'm singing
1: say it again you're going to sing the word on the card
0: so yeah i have different categories I have hip-hop and r&b greatest hits Pop, Billboard hits, and country and rock TV themes—all that. So, what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to sing the melody of the song that's on the card, mm-hmm. but you have to guess what I'm singing. You have oh, to guess sure. the name of the, the song and the um the artist. For sure. All right, Easy. which one you want to do? You want to do, wanna do um, R&B, hip hop, uh, greatest hits, R&B, hip hop. Okay, cool. Uh, let's find me one. Oh shit! I don't know if I can do that one. You find one I can do. <laughs> OK. Got it. Do 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 do
1: do 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 do
0: do 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 do
1: that's my girl, Alicia Keys. What's the name of the song? I keep on
0: falling there you go. in love with you. All right, my last one, I'm going to let you do a couple. All
1: right. Oh, man. shit. All right.
0: Do 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 Shit. I don't know if I'm doing that right.
1: Um you gotta commit to it for it to work. Uh let me see. We'll go to the next.
0: Yeah. All right, I'll do what I you shouldn't know. Um I
1: can't do that either. Let's see. Uh I like this game.
0: Okay. Doo 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 doo. Doo 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 doo. There you go.
1: Kuma. It it is. Is. That's how you say it. That's how you say it, especially. Doo 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 doo. Do do kumatata. Kuma <laughs> ta All right. Like so I'm gonna hold it, put it to the uh,
0: camera, and then you
1: tell me when you were down. I'll give you whatever song it is. Wait, I'm gonna do RB hip hop. That's my leg. I I got a song. I don't need to look. I got one for you. Okay. All right, you ready? Yep. Do 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 do. Hey, Mr. DJ. Hey. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. You got that. All right. Do 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 uh, Yes. Incomplete. Okay. Incomplete. Without dream. you, girl, my life is incomplete. <laughs> right. All right. Let me get one more. All right. I'm giving you one, right?
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Here you go right here. Uh, this is market research. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do.
0: so that is how you play sing Do. For all who's interested, you can order it at singadoo.com. And Mr. Kevin Tate, please let everybody know how they can find you, where they can pull up to your Zodiac show, and everything that you're selling.
1: Absolutely. First of all, thank you for having me here, Michelle. This was dope, super fun. I got to look in the stream here. I like this. This is beautiful how we look here. Um, Y'all, thank, thank y'all for listening. Make sure y'all follow me on my Instagram, Kevin Tate is. I'm on Clubhouse as well, but Kevin Tate is, K-E-V-I-N-T-A-T-E-I-S. Make sure you pop into the Zodiac Show. That's every single night, 8.30 p.m. West Coast time, y'all. We're going to be lit. Pop in. I'll be there. Follow my YouTube, Kevin Tate. And if y'all like this shirt, it means motivate everybody. Y'all make sure y'all order one. Or Get in my DMs. Get in my DMs. I got these sweatsuits, T-shirts for ladies, cups, mugs, hats, lighters, everything. So, yeah, get at me. I'm everywhere. Kevin Tate is K-E-V-I-N-T-A-T-E-I-S.
0: Now, I'm glad you told me what it stand for. I just thought you were saying, hey, I'm feeling me.
1: You know? Right. And you can't be mad at that, right? Ain't that when you look good on that? You now, look okay. good in one. I got to see what's up. Got to get now, you hey, one of them out there. You ain't going to tell me twice. Let's get it. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time.
0: Candy yeah. Kisses TV is sponsored by Singadoo. Did you do it today? Singadoo. Singadoo. Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do it like this? You do it real quick, go get it, pick a card up, pick your genre, can you do it right, you're gonna wanna bruh, it's first to 21, we'll get the job done, so grab your friends and fam, cause it's a lot of fun, some do it with some class, but make it real fast, this time is kinda tricky, can you do it in 16, get your copy today at singerdude.com. Make sure you like, comment, and most importantly, subscribe. And tune in every Monday and Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you feel it in your heart, go ahead and donate. No dollar amount is too small. Candy Kisses TV, baby. (laughs) Not your typical interview, y'all. Wait, I can't forget. If you haven't already, check out Arches Period.com. Candy Keepers TV has merchandise. Check us out on artistperiod.com. A R T I S T P E R I O D. Period.